Today would have been my grandma's birthday, Gloria Nancy. She was loving and funny, strict, a dedicated churchwoman. She was a true matriarch. She held the family together and made sure all her children and grandchildren were together under one roof as much as possible. It's hard to believe that it's been over a decade now that she's been gone. After retiring as a New York City public school aide, excited for the next chapter of life for her and my grandpa, she had an out-of-character bump into a door frame while getting ready for church one morning. It led to the shocking diagnosis of a brain tumor, and 60 days later, we were all at her funeral. We all have those losses, those people who are so near and dear to us that we can never quite get over the unexpectedness of it or the difficulty of the long illness or just how much you loved them. When my grandma died, I was 17, and along with the college application process, I was beginning that questioning journey from the faith of my childhood to a more adult faith, something that might really be mine one day instead of a family habit that gets left behind. Everyone who is raised in faith has to grow in our vision, from the idea of a kind old God who watches over me to the God of love and justice who watches over not just me, but everyone, the ruler of creation and author of our salvation, to whom all desires are known and from whom no secrets are hid which also means learning to live with the knowledge that this divinely created world is the same one where people do terrible things to one another and are mortal and die. As a teenager, I could understand the philosophical and theological propositions of the priests about free will and a human being's capacity to choose evil in a good world. I could understand it. But what I could not understand was grief. Death can feel so unfair, almost surreal. I kept coming back to this sense of disbelief. Can I really never see this person again? Are we really cut off from her forever? That was what I couldn't abide. And this was when my Uncle William reminded me about the communion of saints, that every time I took communion, grandma would be there. I knew as a teenager, even as a child, that I was having some sort of experience in that moment of receiving the Eucharist. You can feel the weight of the moment, the mystery of it. But now I had new words for it. It took on a new shape. I knew God was meant to be there, was there, but now it wasn't just God's love waiting for me at the communion rail, but my grandma's love. And I knew what that love felt like. All of a sudden, within the mystery, there was a feeling that I could recognize. So that was the communion of saints. James and Stephen and Paul, Absalom Jones and Joan of Arc, there are all these incredible holy personages. But then just like that old hymn we'll sing together, 
You could meet them in school or in trains or at tea. Standing with those giants of the faith were our ordinary beloved, all the saints known and unknown throughout time and space who shared a life with Christ. For me, communion was transformed. The realization that I was being invited into this experience and everyone around me was too. They were being received by love, by God, and by their own people, and their people were my people too, and they were my people, and I was theirs. As we received Christ's body into ourselves, we were being knit together as that body, again and again, week after week. Christian community can feel hard to build, but we are united by so many commonalities, of which one very important one is loss. All Saints Day is one of the gifts of the church because it helps us to remember some of the most profound gifts of faith itself. When we talk about the saints, we are often rightly speaking about their example to us, the testament of their lives. But the incredible thing is that these are not examples consigned to history, but that we have a relationship with the saints here and now in Christ. We are united to them through our shared work in the world and our worship. All those saints that surround the throne and lift up their voices with ours to sing holy, holy, holy. But most of all, we are in communion with the saints through our shared hope in the resurrection. Through any tumult that surrounds us, we can be people of hope. Though we may grieve losses, we do not have to fear death because Christ has died for us, has died, has risen, and will come again. We give thanks that in death life is changed and not ended, that as St. Paul writes in Hebrews, those who have gone before us are now a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight that clings to us that we might rejoice in their fellowship and run with endurance the race that is set before us. Much work remains in building up the kingdom. But like the old song says, this joy that I have, the world didn't give to me. The world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. A joy we share together and with all the saints and people of God. We have the companionship of the saints, all the saints, from the famous to the very personal. Along with God, they are a help to us. They can teach us how to live in an uncertain and chaotic world. In them, we have a guide to life. Even now, the saints can cut through the noise and remind us that in all these things, we are conquerors by him who loved us, which means we do not have to habituate ourselves to premature death, to pandemic and horror. We can strive to love everyone, to pour ourselves out in service, to never be silent in the face of injustice and callousness and cruelty. To share a life with Christ is to be at odds with the world as it is. And in the saints, we have a guide to life that is clear-eyed and moral 
and courageous and humble. In the saints and all those we have loved who have gone before us, we have a guide to life and a guide to death. We are not left alone in our fear. We are truly knit together as Christ's body, and as a people bound in God's love, we are held in that love that extends from our lives to our deaths and after our deaths. All of us and everyone that we have ever loved and everyone who has ever loved us, we are held by this communion of all the saints and spurred on by it, freed by it, welcome to come over and over again with our hands outstretched so that we do not forget or lose heart. Because, beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. And the love that God has for us, his body in the world, is without end. Amen.